Karma Productions Worldwide, in association with NMD Plus Productions in London and the William Mills Agency, presents Bankadelic from Money 2020, a series of special podcast episodes that feature interviews with some of the people who are making the financial services world and fintech rock. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, and join us for the conversations that took place at one of the premier financial services conventions in all the world. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. I'm Lou Carlozo, your host, live, 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 live here at Money 2020 in Las Vegas, Nevada. Fun fact, the hotel that I'm in, the Venetian, was the site of the former Sands Hotel, the big hangout of the Rat Pack. The Copa Room hosted a lot of incredible concerts. And in fact, the live album, Sinatra at the Sands, one of my favorites was recorded here. I don't know if it was recorded on the conference floor though, where Money 2020 is, probably wouldn't be able to hear him. Um, <laughs> really, really great conference so far. And I am going to introduce someone to you who comes from a company, they have been such good friends to Bankadelic and have brought some of their best onto the show. And now we get another one of the best, and that's Jeremy Smith. He is the Chief Operating Officer at Glia, and he's based in Salt Lake City, Utah. And Jeremy, I'm gonna have you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what you do at Glia. All that good stuff. Take it away. Sure. Thanks, Lou. First, it's great to be with you. Appreciate you making the, appreciate you making the time. Uh, tell you a little bit about me. Uh, as I uh, alluded to, Chicago native originally, but I've yeah, spent, I know that's right. Uh, spent the last uh, nearly eight years out in Salt Lake City area. Um, came to Glia a little over a year ago, and prior to that, worked in consulting as well as uh, in uh, experience management. Uh, working for another software company and uh, uh, also married three kids and uh, they keep me plenty plenty busy outside of Fabulous. outside of work so a little bit about uh, my role and a little bit about glia uh, my role today as the coo i have our sales teams our revenue marketing teams kind of all the customer facing teams at glia and what glia is we are reinventing the way that customers uh, that our customers um, engage with their clients and with their members and in a digital world. And so today, uh, oftentimes it can be a very painful experience when you engage with another, with a bank or with a credit union and, uh, and you're in that digital property and you're trying to meet or connect with somebody. And uh, so we've reinvented how that happens in a much more seamless manner. Yeah, and to that end, we were talking before we went live on mic, and you and I have something in common, which is that we don't come from the financial services world by way of background. I was a journalist at the Chicago Tribune, did a lot of arts and entertainment coverage, and you have a unique background that makes you really stand out and fits the role at Glia. Tell us a little bit about what you were doing in the previous life. Yeah, thanks, Lou. So, uh, as you said, uh, for me, it's really around that customer experience, that employee experience, or things that I'm really been really passionate about for the last several years. So, in my uh, former life, uh, we were really focused on helping organizations measure the customer experience, the employee experience. 
And they would then measure those experiences. They would try to identify, okay, how can we put improvements in place? Oftentimes it's, hey, we're gonna do a better job of training our employees to improve the customer experience. We're gonna put incentives in place to try to change it. And so I saw for seven years, companies really struggle to move the needle on uh, their customer experiences and the way that their employees engage. And so at Glia, I have the opportunity to come in and help our customers reinvent how they engage with theirs. And it's a lot of fun. I love it to see the impact that they're having. Uh, you know, we typically see a 20 plus percent improvement in the customer satisfaction scores or the net promoter scores. And we're able to do that while also reducing uh, the uh, operational costs associated with it, which is pretty rare to have. Yeah, it is really rare, but it speaks to the potential of great technology. We take friction out on the business end. We talk a lot about that on the customer's end, right? But have them operate more efficiently with customers who are also getting the benefit of less friction. And yet that not costing the companies, really improving the bottom line. So hats off to you, it's pretty amazing stuff. Now, we've had Rick DeLisi on the podcast before from Glia. He's been, actually been on twice. Fantastic guy. I should add, I'm very jealous of him because he's a former radio DJ, so he can get on and talk <laughs> like this. And it's like, how do you do that? He's but, a great voice. Yeah. Sure. He has co-written a book about digital customer experience. And really, that gets to the heart of what you're trying to do at Glia, what you are doing. Give us a little bit of insight about where Glia is going with all of that and what makes your approach unique. Yeah, love that question. So today, uh, most of the engagements that customers have outside of Glia are what uh, a lot of companies would refer to as omni-channel. Um, however, over the last decade, there's been a lot of promises associated with an omni-channel experience. So you can engage in chat, you can engage in voice, you can engage in video, but there's a big delta and gap when you want to switch between those channels. Exactly. And what Glee allows you to do is to switch in a seamless manner. And so you can start out in chat. We've all had the experience, right, Lou, where you engage in chat, you're trying to connect with a customer service representative, you run into a snag and they say, oh, you need to talk to somebody on the phone. They give you a 1-800 number, you have to start all over when you engage with their call center. And what Glia allows you to do is that same agent that you're chatting with, you can promote right into a phone conversation or into a video conversation. And that's a powerful experience. There's been a lot of research um, done that shows what happens to your NPS score when you have to change channels. You and I get super frustrated about it, uh, like oh, most. Yeah. I'm Italian, I get very frustrated. <laughs> Come on, what's the matter here? <laughs> that's exactly right, that's exactly right. And we found that 76% of customers, if they have to change the channel, they will just engage, they will disengage. They'll give up on the experience, they'll just end it and leave frustrated. And you know, for so many years, we've put up with that. Uh, and if you think about all the customer experiences and how it's changing over the world, um, consumers and customers are starting to, um, uh, I would say, revolt against these experiences. If you think about the uh, uh, ride share, 
for example, for decades and decades, consumers would stand outside on the road, they'd hope a taxi would come by, they'd wave their hand and wait for that to happen, hope the person in front of them didn't take the taxi, hope they had enough change in their, uh, in their coat pocket to be able to pay for it. Someone else comes along and reinvents that experience. Consumers all of a sudden think differently about it. That's what we're doing today. And that's what we get so excited about because we're changing that experience. When I'm out on the floor earlier today, it's one of the things I noticed. You look at all these innovators trying to come in and fundamentally change that customer experience. And then seeing how they do that improves the employee experience as well. For a lot of years, I ran, uh, part of my responsibility was running a global um, technical support team. Uh, and uh, had a great team to help run that with me. But one of the um, challenges that we saw is by the time someone engaged with one of our uh, customer service representatives or technical support specialists, they were already so frustrated by the time they get to that individual. And, and it was so hard to recover from that experience. And so for us, one of the big advantages is improving that journey in a very seamless fashion can fundamentally change that employee experience. Yeah, it's fabulous. The employees benefit, the customers benefit, everybody wins. And it, it can be that way in financial services. I think the old model was, well, for example, the bank wins or the customer wins and sell, sell, sell. And the days of eight is great with Wells Fargo. And we're having a much different understanding of that. I'm sure even Wells Fargo has changed with new leadership in there. One of the things that to me really proves what you're doing is working. It's just the interest within the industry. So we had that Series D acquisition and um, you know, also the exciting things going on with acquiring Thin AI. Walk us through some of that so that we are up to date on the GLIA news here. Yeah, well, we've had a wonderful 2022. Uh, earlier this year, we were able to, uh, to, to raise some funds uh, and we were able to do that at a billion dollar valuation, which Whoa. is exciting. Uh, it's a real testament to our employees, to our customer base who continues to love what we are doing and our employees who really um, are excited about it as well. Um, and so that has really led to a lot of growth. We've recently gone into Latin America where we see a lot of potential uh, to help redefine how they service their customers um, in that region of the world. Uh, and then as you alluded to as well, uh, earlier this year we acquired an AI provider called FinAI. And you know, we're really excited about that uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, what we're finding is most credit unions and banks are switching uh, or moving to provide these virtual assistants, or a lot of people call them chatbots. And these virtual assistants, uh, when there's so many staffing challenges that we're seeing in the world today, particularly mm -hmm. for banks and credit unions, these virtual assistants allow to offload some of that volume and to help. And Finn has been a great partner for us for a lot of years. Uh, you know, we have a great joint mission together, great cultural fit, and we're really excited to have them join the fold this year. That is fabulous. When I think about what you are trying to do as an even more invigorated company. And then I go back a little bit to what we were just talking about. It seems that Omnichannel, as we know it, is dying on the vine and that something new is coming along. I don't know if there's a name that you have for it, or whether you've thought about that, or 
what the future is going to hold. It's almost like you're a new company with even more money in back of you and a new partner. What does that mean in terms of the death of Omnichannel or the evolution, whichever word is more appropriate, and then what Glia is going to be attempting to do in the next six months to a year? Yeah, so... Um, a couple of things. So one, we do believe that it will be the death of Omnichannel. We're starting to see customers revolt, they get frustrated with those experiences. And so for us, we have created a channelless experience where that same engagement, you're able to switch channels in real time. And that channelless motion is what we're seeing customers want and they expect in today's world. Unfortunately, uh, very few organizations have been able to deliver on it until now. And with Glia, um, we see the impact both on two fronts, on the customer experience side, but also on the efficiency side. So by, by being able to keep and engage our customers or um, our customers' customers in that, on their digital assets and on their digital properties, we're able to help service those customers in a much more efficient manner. And, and it's really rare today to be able to improve a customer experience while also saving money towards the bottom line. Uh, and that's one of the things we've been able to do and we're really proud of. Yeah, that's great. And you mentioned innovation. Obviously, what you're describing that you're doing and leading the charge on is innovative. And you also mentioned all of the innovators that are out on the floor. I'm wondering as you check out what people are doing, what companies are doing, what sorts of things have you seen that you think are really exciting or hold a lot of potential or make you think, wow? Yes. So really, I think this next chapter is all about personalized experiences. And so everyone's trying to take as much data as they can on each of these individual customers and apply it in a personalized one-on-one when they engage. And so that's something we're really excited about as we go into the future, being able to help help our clients and customers engage uh, having those more personalized experiences. The second that uh, I'm really excited about is the way that they're redefining journeys. And you, you hear a lot out there about customer experience and customer journeys. And what we found is if you can fundamentally change the process that, that a customer has to go through, um, that creates, uh, removes friction for them really increases that loyalty and that satisfaction, and customer expectations are continuing to rise. And so I think out on the floor, you're gonna see more and more of that as customer, as um, financial institutions and FinTech companies are trying to innovate in that realm. I think the thing on the flip side that I uh, think can be nerve-wracking as a consumer, which we both are, is you look at a lot of these up-and-coming companies, and it makes me wonder how they're doing on the security side. So a lot of times they're moving money, a lot of times they have all of the information, and you know they're still trying to grow their company and their business, and I think security will remain a priority. It's amazing how those two things go hand in hand. Certainly, without the security end of it, you can't personalize as efficiently or even as safely as you want to, but personalization is very exciting. It's sort of the next chapter, I think, in a lot of ways. People talk a lot about Web3 being the next chapter. Well, <laughs> a lot of people are still wrapping their heads around that. That could be yeah. 10 years off for all we know. But the personalization, 
companies have always tried to sell products. I mentioned aid is great, right? You, you, you get so desperate to sell things, you literally have to put them in people's pockets and they don't know it. But the flip side of that is I'm thinking about myself, right? I'm a customer. I know I need things at a certain point. I need to refinance my mortgage. I need to look at a car loan or a bridge loan when bills are thin. I would be the first person to say, I will take that, I'll buy that. But companies don't know enough about me to be able to approach me at the right time, in the right place, with the right product. And you're talking about one huge part of the picture, which is the death of Omnichannel, and then the next part of the picture may well be getting that personalization down. I think we can only hope that that's going to move forward. Well, in the meantime, what we're trying to help banks and credit unions do is until they have it perf perfectly personalized and someone is on your website or they're engaging with you on your digital properties, we our solution allows you to engage with them right there. So if they are trying to fill out a loan application, for example, and they get stuck. Our technology allows you to engage with them right in real time to help them through that process. And that is a higher touch model that most companies aren't able to deliver on yet. That is fabulous, that yeah. is so great. Jeremy, yeah. busy schedule for you today. Likewise. You've been out on the floor doing a lot. I'm really grateful you were able to make the time and come by the Bankadelic William Mills Agency podcast booth today. Likewise, thank you, Lou, for the opportunity. It's been great. Fantastic. We'll do it again, I hope. Jeremy Smith is the Chief Operating Officer at Glia. He is based in beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. Be sure to look for Jeremy on LinkedIn. Thanks again for tuning in to Bankadelic, live from Money 2020 in Las Vegas. We hope you are enjoying this series of special episodes and encourage you to go over to SoundCloud to check out the entire Bankadelic archive. Thanks again to the William Mills Agency for their generous support. On-site production in Las Vegas provided by yours truly and Scott Mills. Special thanks also to Banker Hire and Lemonade LXP as well as our good friends Dave Wallace and Darmesh Mystery of Dave and Darm Demystify. I'm Lou Carlozo, and as my good friend and associate Johnny DeBig would say, what happens at Money 2020 in Vegas stays at Money 2020 in Vegas. Capiche? Until next time, so long. Bankadelic is a production of NMD+, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.